0: Angie and Janelle Podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's. Good morning on this rainy Tuesday morning. Stu is off. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. And we want to offer some huge congratulations to the class of 2022. It's been so nice over the last couple of weeks to see everybody sharing their prom photos, their kids
1: in their beautiful dresses and tuxes again. I know. I saw some uh, taking photos out in Majors Hill Park last week, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah,
0: like every second scroll through Facebook after a weekend is like, oh, this was person's grad and this, you know, and these kids gathering in these big groups again mm-hmm. and getting dressed up. I mean, we missed out on that last year for a couple of years.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. no, but
0: I mean, us personally, oh, we yeah, didn't get to do that whole thing with our daughter. She didn't get to get the dress and she didn't get to do the party. So just watching these other families return to that and getting that moment with their kids, I'm just like, oh, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> uh, but last night, um, Ottawa, you got back. To to in person grad ceremonies. The first of, I think they have three scheduled this week. Some 10,000 grads will be going across those stages at the Shaw Center. But, um, Families. I was seeing CTV Ottawa did a story on it last night. Families in literal tears to be able to yeah. do this and celebrate this with their, you know, with their achievements again last night.
1: Absolutely. I mean, for a lot of those kids, it's four years or more worth of work that, like, they've... behind a screen
0: for a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, too. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Just like such an odd whole situation. They finally get to have that that big moment at the end of it.
0: And you're still only allowed two tickets per uh, grad. So, my sister and her family are in town. My niece graduated last night. She was one of the students oh, to walk yeah. across the stage for Ottawa U, it was health sciences last night. She's a full fledged nurse now. Uh, but so, they had to wait in line 90 minutes before the ceremony started to see if there was going to be any uh, extra tickets that someone didn't claim up for grabs. So her little brother could go. Oh, my so, God. But thankfully, they ended up getting an extra ticket. So the whole family of four was able to be there together. But uh, just so great. And mo- the rest of us were watching on a video link all last right. night. Yeah, that's how you had to, yeah. So I got to, it's a very long ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to watch my knees walk across the stage, you know, via video. So that was really sweet. But just all of these families and, you know, celebrating such a huge achievement in person with hugs and flowers and Mm -hmm. gowns and everything again, it's just...
1: I can't imagine that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, six months ago, they probably thought, is it going to be able to happen?
0: Right. (laughs) Are we going to be
1: able to do this again? (laughs) Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we're celebrating grad day coming up on our station uh, in a couple of weeks here, and you have a chance to win some money for your grad, too.
1: Yeah. So all you really have to do is send in that photo, that grad, the cap and gown photo, or just, you know, the prom photo, photo, Mm -hmm. something like that, your graduation photo, Send it into our website, move100ottawa.ca, and that will automatically enter that grad in for a chance to win a thousand dollars in Visa gift cards.
0: Yeah, I mean to pay off whatever, or just to <laughs>
1: go on a trip. Yeah, <laughs> like do something fun with it, or you know, put it towards paying for something. Cause go we... wild or be responsible. <laughs> it's your money to do with what you want. <laughs> so enter in on our website at move100ottawa.ca.
0: When you think useless, think of still welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Alright everybody, Stu is off today but we have a useless fact for you that of course as always you text in your scores to 10 0, 30 on a scale of 1-10 to 10, what you thought of it. So I thought this was kind of interesting. It's wedding season as we know and one of the most popular things a bride will wear of course is the veil. Yes. And we know that there's like a lot of rich history when it comes to the veil like Roman times. It used to be a red sheet before it's like the white traditional veil that we know now it used to be called the flameum and used to cover the bride from head to toe to make her look like she was on fire what? <laughs> to scare away evil spirits looking to ruin her big day are you serious <laughs> yeah but they also say that it evolved to this sort of white veil i'm giving you the backstory here before i give you the facts. so um. Basically, they thought, you know, the, the, the veil would wrap the person in, you know, hide them away from evil spirits. And, and they thought the longer the veil, the less likely she would be to run away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so basically, keeping her trapped on the altar. But if you thought you saw some long veils in the course of your life, like Meghan Markle had a long veil. Yeah. Long, remember that? But uh, there is a woman in Cyprus who has the record for the longest wedding veil ever worn. 23,000 feet. It is the same length as about 63 football fields. What? What's the length of her veil? <laughs> like, where did she enter? And, like, where did it end? Like, was she in the biggest pasture of the world? Like,
1: yeah. How you, 63 football like, fields long. And, and how do you transport that? Getting into a vehicle with <laughs> your big puffy dress already is hard enough. Let alone when you've got 23,000 feet.
0: All um, your bridesmaids veil.
1: helping you pee later? Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs> that is bananas. She's definitely not running away. There's no way. Oh, no, God. <laughs> She's stuck for life with him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you going to send in for your score on a scale of 1 to 10 for that useless fact today? I know I gave you like a lot of info there. but Yeah,
1: which means that you get a good score for that. <laughs> I'm going to give you a 9 this morning. Ooh. I found every little piece of that. Very interesting.
0: <laughs> Don't make your veil that long, Janelle, when it happens for you. <laughs> All right. Let's check the score. Uh, from Gusto, that is a lit fact. <laughs> uh, can I now be back in the Hall of Fame? I don't know if I have those powers. Do I have induction powers? I
1: feel like, well, Stu's right. gone. Yeah, we have control.
0: All right, Gusto, you're in, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving me a ten, so for sure he's in. If that's the way Stu always does it, you give it him a ten, is, he's yeah. in. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, love the rail, uh, the red veil info. That is really cool, and that is one long veil. Mm-hmm. Giving you a ten this morning from Turtley Shannon.
0: Uh, early morning kids are giving it a ten. They say, "Whoa, <laughs> that's a lot of information."
1: The country bumpkins give you a ten. Nice to hear the backstory. Wow, had a long way to us, uh, th- and what a long way to throw a bouquet! Oh, yeah, it yeah. you just <laughs> land on your veil. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> you can
0: trail the whole wedding behind you. Just yeah, hitch a ride. Uh, Hall of Famer Dump Truck Mike is giving it an eight point five at a time.
1: Oh. Yeah, you written great scores this morning. Another 10. Red and evil spirits, long veils. She must have wickedly strong neck muscles right. from <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> like your whole head is
0: being pulled backwards. And it starts
1: raining and oh. you're just like, oh no, <laughs> this thing weighs a
0: ton. <laughs> no runaway bride. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well for those of us who have long been curious about what that would be like to have a four day work week basically everybody yes are <laughs> uh, all eyes on the UK as they start the largest trial of its kind this week. so UK workers will start their four day work week and it'll last for six months. so they're investigating what this would look like with no cut to pay. You know, work in a four-day work week, but they're testing it over 70 different companies. So ranging from everything from financial services to a fish and chip restaurant. So oh,
1: okay. just like across
0: the board, what would it look like for business? How would it affect business, mental health, well-being? Yeah. All of it. Well, so when, I,
1: when I've heard of this happening in the past, that just means you slipped into it a 10 hour day instead of an eight hour day, correct?
0: Yeah, I don't know how this goes in terms of hours worked per day, but they say basically four days, no cut to pay, and just, hmm. yeah, we'll see how that goes because then um, maybe that will trickle off <laughs> please, <laughs> across please, the pond. Please, please, yeah. please. <laughs> so people are pretty surprised actually. The very private Prince Harry and Meghan released the official photo of their daughter Lilibet. We haven't seen anything of her since I she was know. like maybe one or two months old. Yeah. And to celebrate her first birthday over the weekend they released this photo. It was actually nothing professional. It was a friend who took it casually at her little birthday party at Frogmore Cottage over the weekend and they decided they loved it and so they released it as the spontaneous photograph, but she's just sitting in the grass in her little blue dress with a little, like, you know, bow in
1: her hair with her fiery red yeah. hair. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did she ever get daddy's hair? I am shocked. I kind of am surprised. I didn't think that that would happen. But His genes are strong because it, they, Archie
0: has right? wild red hair too. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, they really have dad's coloring. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe Megan's darker eyes, but not her hair, that's for sure. (laughs) They've got the fiery red hair, both of them. So, she just looks adorable. So, what's also cool is that people around the world donated $100,000 in her name to World Central Kitchen... Uh, to support the food crisis so that's kind of a a nice little Mm -hmm. bonus Uh, and then of course the big topic over the weekend was all of these videos with Kate Middleton trying to control their little four-year-old Louie who is just um, you know you know everyone's looking at these videos of him putting his hand over his mom's mouth and waving his finger in her face and he's pulling his cousin's hair and up on the chair and (laughs) the whole thing being a kid And everybody was criticizing the kid. And uh, so they made a small nod to that in their official photos that they released from the weekend, saying, you know, fantastic weekend of celebration, seeing people across the nation coming together, family, friends, loved ones. It was so special. And then, like, a cheeky reference to it. They said, we all had an incredible time, especially Louis. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) So they heard it all. They saw it all. But they're like, okay, we're moving on. And that's what's trending. and
1: Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. When you hear the words happy hour, oh, that makes you feel good. You Whoop. think about friends and co workers, beautiful patios. But what day of the week pops into your head when you hear the words happy hour? Thursday. Exactly, right? Thursday. Like Thursday Thursday. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a Friday too, you know, like wrapping up the work week.
0: Nobody wants to go out with coworkers on a Friday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're going home to your family.
0: Let's be honest. That's
1: a happy hour has to be with your coworkers. yeah That's true. It could be with your friends, it yeah. could be with anybody. Okay, so Thursday, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um that's apparently not the most popular day for happy hour.
0: What day are people happy houring?
1: <laughs> Tuesday.
0: Oh, heck no. A Tuesday? A Tuesday. I'm tired by Tuesday <laughs> after Monday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why a Tuesday? I don't know. They just did a new survey, though, and they're talking about happy hour, saying that more and more people are probably going to be going out and enjoying, indulging in happy hour this year mm. because the last two years we're kind of like doing make goods for. Yeah. Um, but apparently, Tuesday's the day that most people like to go out for happy hour. And then that's followed by Friday being the, the second most common day. I could see Tuesday being the fueling
0: reason for doing it if there was good enough deals. Like, for me, happy hour means half-price stuff and yeah, good deals. Right? Like, half-price drinks or, like, wing night or half-price taco Tuesday or, like, something that's going to lure me in. But I don't know. Do we have a lot of different
1: happy hour specials around Ottawa? Know you know them. I don't think we do, and I really became aware of that when I went to Vancouver uh, just a few months ago. You can go to happy hour any day of the week at every restaurant between the hours of around 4 and 6 o'clock. Literally every restaurant has a happy hour deal every day of the week there. I feel like that's like Halifax, too.
0: My yeah. sister lives there and it's like the most bars per capita or whatever, <laughs> most pubs, but they there's always a happy hour special on a tent card in the middle of any table you go to.
1: I just, like, I don't understand what why we're not doing that here in Ottawa, mm. especially with, like, the people working, so many people working in government work. What our rush well, They hour? all work from home now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, pre-pandemic, though, what, mm-hmm. rush hour began around, like, 3 o'clock, so yeah. that means people are off around that time. What a great time to go downtown, grab a drink or two before you head home for the end of the day. Yeah. Avoid some of the rush area. I think our restaurants could really capitalize on some happy hours here. I know. So the thing is, is are you just staying
0: an hour? Is it really just an hour? Because people here are saying that they want it to be longer. Yeah. I mean, uh,
1: one hour happy hour isn't long enough. They they say the optimal
0: (laughs) time for happy hour for them would be
1: three hours. (laughs) That seems excessive to me. I would think at least two hours. Yeah, Yeah. because that gives you room for like more than one drink comfortably. Mm -hmm. You get an app. Like by the time you get seated, you get served, you figure out what you want. Mm -hmm. An hour is definitely not enough time.
0: I um, like I don't know. Like I just I don't go out enough anymore to like (laughs) know what goes on around. But I mean, for me, uh, we do sort of a happy hour with our neighbors every Friday. We call it FPF, but we what? call it Fire Pit Friday.
1: Oh, I like, what does that stand for? <laughs> but okay.
0: happy hour to us is not what most people would say is like midday, like three o'clock, four o'clock. Like happy hour to us on a Friday is after the kids go to bed and we're in the driveways because after bed is happy hour for parents. <laughs> 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 Bedtime is the best time. They're in bed. You can sit on the driveway and then like you're free for eight, the night. Eight, nine o'clock. Yeah. That's okay. where I'm happiest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, like, I don't know. Are people, like, doing happy hour on the regular? Well, if there are places here in Ottawa that actually have happy hour deals, please feel Mm -hmm. free to share the wealth and let us know about that. But, yeah, like you said, happy hour doesn't necessarily have to be at a restaurant. I can't say I've ever gone out for cocktails with coworkers. No, Again, it's, it's usually enough.
0: like if someone's leaving or yes. moving
1: on or whatever, mm-hmm. you have like a designated,
0: you know, party or whatever. But mm-hmm. I mean, some people do this weekly. Some people have a routine, so whether it's with coworkers, friends, your own spouse who you have a ritual with every weekend. You have your own little special happy hour together. Well, we want to know, like, what is your happy hour? What do you do, maybe?
1: Yeah, give us a call, 750-1100. You can text it in at ten zero thirty and inspire us. Fill us in on
0: it. When's your happy hour? We're talking about happy hour today. There's a study that talks about how people look forward to it every week. It's one of those things that they have in the back of their head. And most uh, people apparently indulge on a Tuesday, which is weird. Uh, And then the day following that is Friday. That's the most popular day. Tuesday? like That's so random. Friday makes sense. Tuesday doesn't
1: at all. It doesn't at all. But like maybe (laughs) Monday was just
0: so hard you just only (laughs) made it to Tuesday. I don't know. So we're asking you about your happy hour rituals if this is something
1: you uh, partake in and apparently a lot of you do and a lot of you aren't doing it out at the bar or the restaurant because I think we've kind of discovered that happy hour isn't really a thing that a lot of places here in Ottawa do so you've adapted it and you you do it at Home mm-hmm. uh, or out in the middle of the lake. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a cool text at ten zero thirty. It says that, that we connect our boats in the middle of the lake with friends and have happy hour. They even have a code word. So ding ding I guess <laughs> is their code word. <laughs> There's a lot of float ups and boat ups that happen <laughs> on
0: lakes and rivers. I see a lot of that around happy hour for sure. Um, I like this at the retirement home that this texter works at. They have Half hour, happy hour. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> so they look forward to their like theme little cocktails or whatever. They only eat for about half an hour, but it's half hour, happy hour. She said, it always makes me smile when I see it on the event calendar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess that's all you need mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're a little bit older. It doesn't need to be quite as long.
0: Oh, they like their little drinky <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs>
1: for sure. Um, and Craig actually texted in at ten zero thirty, and he just says, Look, I know that it's just I don't call my mom at 2 p.m. That is wine time with the neighbors. 2 p.m. Well, early happy hour, right? That's like lunch happy hour. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. Like, I mean, now that my parents are semi-retired... I never know when I'm going to get a drunk tax from my mom. Right? <laughs> yeah. It could be any day of the week, uh, usually a little later than 2 p.m. I mean, 2 p.m. is a little early. But, I mean, when you're retired and you just don't really have an agenda or a schedule, you don't have to go to work, you have no errands to run. Like The older you get, the earlier you want to drink. Because <laughs> you earlier drink
0: than you can earlier go to bed. Day drinking is where it's at when you're older. Because nobody wants to be out anywhere till like, past 10 o'clock. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no. <laughs> In bed. So when you start at two or three, it's perfect. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's-, what's trending? Well, there's a new model in town, and his name is The Goat. So the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, is now launching his own apparel line. Really? Starting with the underwear. Oh, my gosh. So this (laughs) week, he's actually launching it all over social media, and he started with a video that his wife took of him and his underwear in the bathroom, pretending like he didn't know she was coming in. Come on. Uh, But, yes, so he promises that his underwear are the most comfortable underwear ever, and they never lose shape. And his apparel line is called Brady Brand. Okay. And he said that he invented it because he wanted something that was going to stand the test of time, all about longevity, timeless pieces, athleisure that just goes from the field to picking up the kids to, you know, doing your running around. But all of his stuff is basically like jackets, shorts, vests, pants, but all like comfortable wear
1: like this guy went from retiring to now yeah. coming back and now he's, he's started a whole new business well, <laughs> it's just
0: a retirement hustle so when he stops playing oh football he's got the brady brand so yeah he's launching it this week but yeah, you can already check out the pieces bradybrand.com so adam sandler was on good morning america and they're doing this interview with him and they're like okay we have to address the elephant in the room and that is you have a black eye so he's like i'm gonna have to talk about this aren't i they're like okay what gives How you get it. So this is his weird explanation for his recent injury. I was in bed in the middle of the night. You know how they tuck in your sheets at the bottom? Some people, somebody tucked in the sheets too much. I had my phone in the middle of the bed. <laughs> I kicked my feet up, tuck, untuck it. The phone went flying, hit me in the head. I refused to acknowledge it. I felt blood. I said, eh, there's "Something going on," but I gotta sleep. Kept sleeping. Woke up, and then uh, I said, "That's the most elaborate." That is- that is- uh, <laughs> it was, There's nothing cool about this thing. It looks so cool. When I'm on the streets of New York, I see people going, "Oh, okay." He, he likes yeah. to fight. That guy. I a- <laughs> oh got a black eye in bed. It's I- true though. Like if you think, like if you ever drop your your phone on your face yeah. if you're like texting above mm-hmm. your face
1: that hurts it does it's like alarming how like he's got a whole gash on the side of his head yeah. too like he's a serious injury just from his phone some hotels
0: really like to tuck those sheets <laughs> in really really tight and i always have to free my feet too i feel them <laughs> and that's what's trending brought to you by the donnelly automotive group
1: it's time are you ready word wars and move 100
0: all right, it is time to play Word Wars. Stu is off, so I'll be playing for both contestants. Who's going to play today? We have
1: Tyson and Tanya on the line this morning. Tyson made it through first. We'll let him pick his categories. Good morning. Hi, Tyson. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Pretty well, thank you. Good, good. All right, we'll tell you the categories, and you pick, OK? OK. So thanks to Lucy Charette for sending in our categories. We have either road trip or flight. Uh, road trip, I think, please. Road trip.
0: Okay, here we go. If you're not the passenger, you're the? Driver. Yes, and you use this to navigate yourself in a car. Map? Nope. Uh, yeah, good. And you pack lots of road, what? Like chips, popcorn? Treats, Treats snacks. N- snacks, good. Uh, and you stop here to fuel up at the? Uh, service center? Nope. Gas station. Yep, good. Uh, and like the 417 is the what? You're driving, yeah, and, and you have to drive the, it's
1: not, uh, no, not over 80. You have to drive the speed line. Oh, yeah, good job. Wow. Okay. So you guys Woo. did fantastic. You got six, Tyson. Good job. Let's see how that holds good. up. Hang on the line. We're going to go to Tanya's
0: line. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So we, if we can get perfect, we have the win for sure. Okay. Okay. And again, our category is Light. Flight. Flight. Things to do with a flight. Okay. Here we go. This is the place you go to catch your plane. The airport. Yes. Uh, And you go up to number 11. That's your what number? Terminal. No. Uh, You open the whatever. You're going in the backyard. You have to open the fence. Okay. Skip it. Uh, This is the person on the plane who helps you, gets everything for you. Steward attendant? No. Uh, it's Flight attendant? Yes. Good, good, good. The person driving the plane is the... Pilot? Yes, and you bring this. This is the bag you bring. Luggage? No, but when you're bringing. Ah. Oh, oh,
1: that's a tough one, yeah. Because you I'm couldn't st- say on. <laughs> no. We got stuck on
0: gate. I was trying oh, to get gate. you to do gate, the gate number. Oh, I'm sorry, Tanya. Okay. <laughs> Play again, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Man, It's going to be Tyson today. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Congrats. Tell him what he's won.
1: You're off to the movies. We've got a pair of passes, treats for two to landmark cinemas, for movie lovers, tickets and showtimes at LandmarkCinemas.com.
0: Perfect. Thanks very much. Have a great day. Stuff and stew, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning
1: when I wake up. Ottawa's Move one hundred. Well,
0: it is the largest four-day work week pilot project in the world. And it's just kicked off this week in the UK, where they're testing out, once again, a four-day workweek. So how this is working is 70 different companies are taking part, ranging from anything, from financial services to a fish and chip restaurant, they say. So they're testing it out in a whole bunch of different industries. Over 3,300 workers are taking part. It's going to last for six months. And they're testing out a four-day work week, so you receive 100% of your pay for working only 80% of your usual week. So not longer hours oh. during each day. It's not compressed where you work longer other days mm, to, to make account for, it. for. It's not like that. So you just work 80% of your usual week, so one day off. In exchange, though, for promising to maintain 100% productivity during those other four work days. Yeah, that could be done, I think. I mean, a lot of people waste a lot of time during their work day. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> think
1: about how many talks and conversations you're having. Like, that's why people became more productive in some cases when they were working from home. They yeah. weren't doing that co-worker chit-chat that you have. True enough. So,
0: and of course, the pandemic changed everything and calls to shorten the work week have gathered steam only in recent years following that. So, you know, greater flexibility. Um, they've proven that they can work shorter and smarter. So uh, this is the first of its kind and the largest of its kind, starting in the UK. But then after this, there's going to be more government-backed trials that are going to take place in Spain, in Scotland later this year. We've already seen one trial take place, and that was the one that they did in Iceland. And they uh, did it over like a couple of years, testing these shorter work weeks. And what they did find, though, is no corresponding drop in productivity among the participants, but a dramatic increase in employing well being and mental
1: health. Oh. And so, that, no bad things. Like, that is literally like, that's the proof right there. Mm-hmm. Do Work we life even, balance. Do we even need to do any more surveys and studies? It's yeah. Well, like and that's, that's the thing, the though. Like, everyone's like, why so many trials? Why is the government
0: back? Like, why, why, why? But you, you really have to test these kind of things out before you just implement it on society. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure society's not going to crumble. And you know, everything right. else around it. You have to be sure that this is the right direction to take. But as more and more countries do this, we are gathering steam for the rest of us and getting, you know, a little um, It's just it? like it's like
1: a it's a it's a there's the proof, really. It's yeah. the proof that it's gonna work and that it's, it's we're getting backed on it. Yeah. 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 So I don't know
0: when this comes to North America. <laughs> like I don't know if we're
1: gonna be the last of the trials. <laughs> We are, because honestly, through my travels, I have found that European countries already... Um, value their employees enjoying more vacation time and rest from work. Mm -hmm. Anybody I've ever met, it's a minimum five-week vacation to start a job in Europe. Like, (laughs) I mean, the the two-week minimum standard here, I mean, like, that's just the proof there that it's going to be a while before it comes to North America, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is
0: true, though. I mean, it's uh, you know, so many people have said, like, think about, you know, those four-day work weeks. I mean, you're always more tired after you come back from a long weekend. yeah. (laughs) Those four day work weeks seem longer. So it's not like it's, you know, you're not working and not feeling it still, but um, you just, you'll you'll have that extra day to, and I mean, the company will be able to decide, I guess, maybe what that day will be, whether it's the Friday or the Monday. I mean, I don't know how that works across industries, but
1: I have heard of some companies suggesting that, you know, half the staff would do the Monday to Thursday and then the other half would do the uh, Tuesday through Friday. So if you're talking about the hours that they're open and for like a banking facility or something like that, Mm -hmm. they would still be available for those days of the weeks. And then the employees would swap because, you know, it's probably not as fair for everyone to always get Friday off and somebody to have Monday off all the time.
0: And no one can access their finances on a Friday. (laughs) Yeah, like it's not a really
1: good concept.
0: So anyway, it's... It's promising. It's showing that they understand that the world is working in a different way now. People are working from home. People are working smarter. People are, you know, working shorter amount of time. And still, we're not going to lose on productivity. That is promising. Mm-hmm. I like it. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu. Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Hello, Sydney. It's an honor. Whoa. It gives me chills still. <laughs> I mean, even though the movies are so ridiculous. They are.
1: They're outrageous.
0: They have been around for 26 years now, everybody. The Scream film franchise. And they are about to release their sixth installment in that franchise. And, of course, Courtney Cox has announced she'll be back. David Arquette is back. But you know who's not going to be back? is actually Sydney Prescott, the star of the Scream franchise. How do you do that, then? Nev Campbell has announced that she will not come back, and it's not because she doesn't want to. It's over a salary dispute. Mm. So she announced that she didn't think that the wage offered to her for her appearance in the sixth movie was anything near where she's brought to the franchise. I mean, she's the star. Yeah. Of the movies. And she said she had to work extremely hard in her career to establish value as a woman, and especially when it comes to Scream, a franchise that she carried on her back, really. And she said, I felt that the offer
1: was uh, not equated to the value that I've brought to them. So That's sad. To because, the, to the means, point where she's willing to walk away. Yeah, it makes you wonder well, like how much they actually right? even, like offered her. Sounds like, like not not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. So, But good on her for standing up for herself. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. this has
0: to happen more and more to get equal pay. I mean, we're seeing it all, all happening. So, <laughs> this video went viral. We were laughing about this yesterday. But you'd think that getting engaged in front of Cinderella's castle would be the most romantic proposal ever. Disney, right? Of course. Standing in front of the castle. If you're Disney and Enthusiast, He gets down on one knee. It's amazing. So someone tried to do that at Disneyland in Paris. And they tried to just get up on the platform that's up in front of the castle. And the guy gets down on his knee. She's got her hands over her face like, oh my gosh, in that moment, shocked. And as the guy's on his knee presenting the ring in the box... A Disneyland employee swoops in, walks between them, grabs the box with the engagement ring and motions that they have to go down the stairs to complete this. Like, <laughs> ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Give them the, the, the... All they needed was another 60 seconds. I know. He like, swiped this, like, the ring. We, <laughs> I would have been like, it's, did this guy just steal my engagement ring?
0: So he thought, you know, while they're in a restricted area, they don't have permission to be doing this. So he thought he was doing the right employee thing, which was, you know, making them go down the stairs and do it below because you can't be up on that platform. So anyway, the video went around and it was viral because what a spoiling moment. But Disney has now had to issue a statement saying that they regret how it was handled. They have apologized to the couple and they have, quote, offered to make it right. Oh, so, I
1: wonder what that means. Some
0: kind of Disney honeymoon offered to them <laughs> or something. Who knows? But man, Buddy was quick on his feet.
1: He was. <laughs> like, But honestly, all he had to do was like give them 30 more seconds right to live out that moment and then go up and say, okay, guys, sorry, actually, you shouldn't be here. Let her say yes, then
0: motion them down.
1: (laughs) I mean, it wasn't going to hurt anybody. They were just on a platform, buddy. And I had read that apparently he asked for permission from someone else to do it. Oh, (laughs) so I don't know. Swiper, no swiping.
0: And that's what's trending. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's all the feels on Move 100. On a pretty tree-lined street in downtown Cornwall, you're going to find the Happy Popcorn Company. This is owned by Kristen and Bill. But inside, you're going to find more than 50 varieties of popcorn, an endless assortment of candies, sweets, chocolates. But they are barely able to keep up with demand for their product on their shelves. It has been flying off the shelves. At a time where businesses have been struggling, especially small business, the company has increased its production so So much and is building so fast. They have moved locations three times since they opened. Or sorry, two times since they opened three years ago. Wow. So they've only been open three years and had to change locations twice because people love this popcorn. Uh, And most of all, Kristen and Bill, though, are grateful for their business because it'll provide a future for their 12-year-old son, Jack. So he has a place to work when he's out of school one day. So Jack is on the autism spectrum. And when not at school, Jack's doing jobs at the store and he's packing and he's doing the cash. And the Happy Popcorn Company is his future. So Kristen and Bill told the community that this is what they were doing. The community embraced it. They love supporting it because of the reason behind it. But this business is a gift, not just for Jack, but to others with their own challenges as well. So they uh, have 70% of their employees either neurodivergent or some physical or medical disability.
1: Wow. So
0: they, Kristen and Bill, have a future for Jack. And obviously that means peace of mind. They said knowing that this is going to be here for him helps me sleep at night when he's in his 30s or 40s. He'll have a purpose to his day. He'll have a reason to get up in the morning. People will see him, know him, accept him. They're obviously banking on the fact that this business will still be thriving And, I mean, it's a sad thing when you have, uh, you know, a child who is on the spectrum to think about a day when one day you won't be here.
1: Yeah, to help them. And
0: how will Mm -hmm. they, you know, survive and live and thrive? So this is a loving gift from mom and dad to their son. Uh, They want to give them all the opportunity that they can in life. But it's all made possible by the Seaway customers who support this company and treasure its values, So. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. So keep buying that happy popcorn in Cornwall. And that's all the feels on Move 100.
1: Studman's due. Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. All right, the list is out. And if you're wondering where the worst roads in the city are, you probably already know. You probably have your own opinions on this, to be honest. Probably the same roads like every darn year. (laughs) (laughs) I don't change much. Well, CAA has come out with this list. And uh, lo and behold, Ottawa has actually two of the worst roads in the entire province. Yeah, so when
0: we look at it province wide, uh, we are in the top five with Look. at you carling avenue (laughs) it is the fifth worst road in the province and we have another entry into the top 10 and that is bronson Mm -hmm. bronson is the eighth worst in the province
1: yeah lovely that's a that's something that we don't really want to hold on to but you know every year we'll we'll take it (laughs) as we
0: look a little closer to home though of course they even break it down by municipality etc so here in ottawa the top five worst roads. We'll go from five to one, all right? Okay. Go for it.
1: We've got Innis Road.
0: No surprise. Yeah. Followed by
1: Baseline in number four. Hun Club Road. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had like some near close accidents on that road. <laughs> it's very long, <laughs> it
0: goes everywhere in the city. And Bronson, of course, there you are again.
1: Number two worst and... in the city. Carling at the number one. So, yeah. what I don't understand is, like, Carling's on this list every single year. Yeah. Ha- is, is, so the is, the city, is the city not, like, fixing these roads? That's the thing. Like, <laughs> like they do, like, patch jobs,
0: I guess. But every winter is hard on them. Yeah. And then by the spring, we're all right back to, you know, repairs again. But it's always the same roads every year yeah obviously they're the most traveled roads like Mm -hmm. i mean you're looking at carling hunk club and it's like they're the main arteries going to and from like everywhere in the city but um like on top of that i think also it's like not just the infrastructure i mean it's where the most accidents happen yeah
1: that's true it's
0: where you get stuck in the most traffic unless you're highway driving you're going to get stuck on these arteries Mm -hmm. so they just suck in general (laughs) (laughs)